What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I bet if that talk was a cheeseburger, you stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Clap, 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 clap. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. I call it Feel Hockey. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the Defend My Ducks Podcast. We are back. Another instant analysis, episode seven, entitled Pond Hockey. A lot to um, break down here. I feel like there's arcs and then there's little branches of arcs, but let's just go to opening thoughts. Tommy, you're. Opening thoughts on episode seven. Uh, to get right into it, um, you know, one thing that's, uh, you know, you try not to do, but you end up doing is you look at the title, Pond Hockey, and it's like, okay, they're going to be skating outdoors somewhere. Um, so you got to figure they're going back to the iconic Bombay, uh, you know, ice, which they did. Um, I was actually a little bit underwhelmed by this episode. Um, I guess they did tie up the loose ends of the don't bothers hating each other or whatever. Um you know, there, there are some good moments, but I didn't feel like it did a ton to, you know, move the ball down the field. Kevin, your thoughts? Uh, I honestly thought it was a pretty good episode. Um, it wasn't so much like ha-ha like, like many of the other ones. Um, it, it, you know, it wasn't kind of like laugh out loud funny or anything, but it was like kind of a heartwarming episode. And like you got to see like a lot of growth from Alex. Um, so I, I I guess that that was my biggest takeaway from it. Um, I thought it was a good episode. It wasn't like the most entertaining episode, but I thought I thought it did a pretty good job of like you know being being a good like emotional episode for a lot of the characters. Yeah, I agree. I thought there were some good moments. Obviously, the pond moments and that kind of stuff. Um, we'll get into it. I was not. Uh, I did not make the connection of to Gordon's pond until it was like right before they went there but so that i thought all that was good i thought everything else uh was a little like the sam storyline and everything was a little weak so i would put it as a tier two episode i think episode two episode six were probably my top ones and and five i guess as well and then uh this is sort of behind that but let's get into it so we have you know, Evan's betrayal and him trying to, uh, you know, regroup the team there. You have Sam and then also Sophie and Evan, which are kind of branches off of that. And then you actually have Alex and Gordon, the the coaching reigns. Is she a good coach? But let's start with Evan. So we go, we have the player only meeting, which I thought was a good scene. A lot of insults in yeah. there. Anything in particular of those insults or, or banter that you liked? Um, I liked, uh, Nick's inability to like be mean. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that really jives with his character and, uh, I, I liked that a lot. Um, I guess Maya and Lauren going after each other a little bit. It's like, Whoa, everyone's got some, some pent up feelings here. And I was a little surprised by the, uh, the Logan thing, but then I was like, yeah, that does make sense. He does live across the street from you. Yeah. Like you'd think you'd want to make him feel welcome. But you know, I think that was actually my, my favorite part of the episode, but um, the rest of it, and maybe I just wasn't a huge fan of the whole like blind hockey thing, but I, I guess I understood the parallels, but like Mike, a little bit underwhelmed tier two for me. 
I liked I, I particularly liked that Alex locked him in there. I thought that was good. It, Logan Logan was great in that scene. Um uh, the naturally joyful eyes thing was funny, like at the beginning of it. Um uh, and then uh when there was like you gave birth to a traitor, I thought yeah. that was funny. Um I I also liked uh how Nick said that, hey man, and then he's like, I mean, get that. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah. good. I, I I felt like Nick kind of like got back on his his like funny footing in this episode. Um, he had a couple of really good lines. I liked how Alex said uh, like when Bombay was like, "Oh, you call the players only meeting," and she's like, "Oh, I, I did a sports thing." I thought that was good. Um, but and then uh, yeah, that this and this was like we see the beginning of the whole like Sam thing, which I don't know. I, I agree, it kind of came off just weird. Um, it didn't really. I mean, at the end, it made sense, but it, I don't know. It felt like it could have been executed. I, I felt like we were missing a part in the beginning and we didn't get like an explanation. Like I was expecting it to like be a little bit deeper of a storyline. Like, you know, his parents put him up for adoption or something, you know, like I yeah. we were going to get a little bit more. Um, but uh, I thought it was a good scene. I, I thought it was it, it was a good scene where they all just start turning on each other. I thought that was funny. And then still, we get nothing from the Czech kids except yeah. they're arguing and in, in you know, in their native language, and uh, that's you know. But yeah. I thought it was a good scene. Yeah, Tibor and Havel. We were expecting something out of them. We got nothing again. So I don't know if they're just like setting this up for like something crazy, or it's just you know a throw-in because they needed more players. It, it's it is a little concerning just because you know we only have what like three episodes left now after this one so like how much can they really do with them at this point so interesting to see um as far as the scene i liked uh you know logan and nick arguing and be like oh you would know if you listen to my podcast and logan was like yeah 400 episodes i have a lot to say uh that was probably my favorite part um Obviously, then the lights go out, which I thought was a good sort of foreshadowing in episode six. How they talk about, you know, the ice palace is falling apart. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, they did talk about that. And then obviously, uh, we talked about Sam. Let's get into Sam. So Sam is sad. And then he's continues to be sad. And then Evan comes and says, hey, you know, you're our X Factor. Uh, I agree with you, Kevin. I thought there was gonna be a little more depth to it just because you know i thought lauren and maya had like a really deeper arc logan we know his family issue uh nick we have and then we have coob who i mean we don't really know much about coob's family but there was like a sort of a deeper element to you know him and his phone and all that so yeah i guess i don't know what were we expecting to happen with sam there uh that didn't I guess we were expecting to have like some kind of uh sam backstory and so this is i guess the episode where we, we kind of get it um it, it felt a little bit forced especially the um like hey he's quitting the team and then it takes a 10 second pep talk for him to change his mind it, it's just again you've got you know 26 minutes to do the episode so i get it and you've got a lot of constraints but it just didn't really seem to go with the overall flow of some of these kids. Um, I'm glad we get to learn more about Sam, um, but you feel like maybe you could have had a, they tried to like do it, like put pieces in the episode, but I feel like you could have given Sam some more like 
meaningful dialogue or something. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I, I, I am interested in Sam. I wanted to know more about him. I felt like we kind of touched the surface and then we just, it was all like wrapped up. And then like, even in the game, he made one like save to be the quote unquote X factor, but then like, that was it. Like, I felt like I was expecting a bigger moment from him to come out of that after, uh, you know, the whole episode, he's sort of uh, pouting and whatnot, but let's go, let's go to the pond here. So like I said, I didn't realize it until they cut to them walking out to the pond and they played the Mighty Ducks suite in the background that they were going to Gordon's pond. When did you realize that they were going to, you know, the pond they show at the beginning of D1? I, 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 I never, like, I, I was a little disappointed because it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like the same pond. Yeah. Like, does it? Like, am I off there or... No, I, I mean that's. I, good... I was I was expecting that, but and then I was like, oh, this is just some random pond in the woods. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like surrounded by trees, which Gordon's was not. Gordon's was like a lake around like a house. It had much more open space. Uh, but I guess they were definitely insinuating uh, that this was Gordon's pond. Gordon even says, you know, this is where I learned to skate. But maybe he was just talking about ponds in general. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I was a little confused when that happened because I was totally expecting it to be like almost like the exact same lake that he used to, or the exact same pond that he used to skate on. Um, but I did love the music of the scene. I, 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 I that, that was a, it was a goosebumps moment um, with the music. So I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I guess sticking on the Evan storyline, rips off the sea which I thought was a great scene, a little reverse D3 action where Orion gives Charlie the C. He rips it off. And then, you know. I, I, mean, I, I, I did think that was funny how they immediately were like, okay, you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, except for Sophie, which I thought was good. Um, yeah. And but... then a lot of speeches from Evan. He, he gives the speech to Sam. He gives the speech to Sophie. Uh, he has to give the speech to his team, essentially, you know, about Captain. Uh, which speech was your favorite? I I liked um, I mean I liked the whole locker room scene like how I mean he was trying to like put as many speeches together as quickly as he could to like get the problem solved. Uh, I don't I don't know if I particularly remember all of the speeches and could to could give a a, a, a favorite, but I mean the, the ripping out the sea was a really good moment. Like that was yeah. a, that was a a good you know harking back to the old ducks and it and it was I don't know I thought it was a really good moment. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was uh, that was inspiring, and I think at the beginning, all he really needs to do is be sincere about it and like be I honest. Like he was, I, I do feel like he was sincere in all at, of his, no, at the very in all of his apologies. Like, in, like, like he was. I, mean, I, I thought he was like pissed off at him, you know. No, I thought like the tone of it was just like he was like it was just like he didn't understand why they were pissed. Like that's yeah. what kind of came out. He's like it was just like one practice, blah blah blah. Like he didn't like say yeah. But I think you learn more about like the don't bothers. Like hey, you you were the captain, you got us all out here and you were just going to abandon us. Um, and I thought um, Sophie was really good. Kind of being like, Hey, like, why don't you just talk to me? And I thought we had like a, I thought we were like, had a different relationship. So they're definitely kind of building up to like them having some kind of like romantic relationship at the end of it or something. 
Yeah, it definitely seems that way. I did like how they sort of addressed it, how they built on the end of episode six, because one of the things that episode six that people were talking about was like, why did he go back after, you know, recruiting Sophie? And they sort of addressed it in this episode. A good a good sort of uh, job by Sophie there. I thought it was a, a good performance from Sway Bhatia there. So uh, great job by her. Evan makes the speech and then gives her a knee guard. Are we expecting this knee injury to show up again? Or was all this buildup just for that sort of knee sleeve? I, I feel like, and I would hope, like, <laughs> I mean, not, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're we're kind of hurtling toward a like a devastating knee injury for Sophie, and and if that doesn't happen, I'm gonna be like, okay, that was kind of weak. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we have to get something more from this knee. So I, th- I think what you could have is like you have a, a coach T put a hit out on her or something, mm-hmm. and then someone like hits the knee, but she like lifts up and she's wearing the guard or something like that. Oh, but it, it, I think that yeah, they're they're probably building up to some kind of injury moment and you don't want like you know the, the original Dex trilogy kind of had so much and, and so many good parts of it you don't want to like go all, all out and just copy a lot of the stuff you know like the banks injury or whatever um but you know you do feel like that'll that'll come back and you know I, I think having the the sleeve there could be a nice little uh like nod to that I I, I do like that it's kind of a combination of like D2 with Wolf splashing the knee and then uh also you know gordon and then banks like it's got like a lot of elements kind of mixed in i do like that uh, i did want to say on the on the when evan rips off the sea i did really like where nick tries to become the captain <laughs> yeah <laughs> really funny. uh and then also i have written down uh that's not how captain works sophie um because she's like we're all captain like isn't there like a legit function of a captain on a hockey team like they talk to the refs or whatever yeah yeah they're supposed to be sort of the people that can go to the refs and talk to them um and and, you know whenever there's like a controversial play or something the two captains meet with the refs and talk about and the ref explains like the reasoning or whatever so yeah uh yeah i i did like nick though he's like i'm not the captain but i am a captain so that was a good job from Nick there to uh, spin it in his way. Let's see. Let's see. Anything else before we go on to Alex and Gordon Bombay here? I guess we can talk about the, eh, we'll save the final play. I think that's it. Anything else on, on Alex or sorry, on Evan, Sam, Sophie, that whole storyline there. I, I did like uh like um the scene I guess it was back at the ice palace if I remember right I have written down Sophie's dropping truth bombs and that's like when she's like you should just come talk to me or whatever and then great Latin from Sophie so uh, I do have that written down uh <laughs> are, are we done with pond hockey are we are we getting pond hockey stuff out of the way um yeah I was gonna go to Gordon's training techniques in that okay, but we can okay, talk okay. about that now okay. Okay, uh, if we're transitioning to that, I, 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 the the cell phone soft hands thing I thought was perfect. I thought that yeah. was great. Um, that was a, a a perfect way to like reintroduce an old ducks trope. Um, I thought that was funny. And Nick's line when his moms are calling and they're like, "Should I answer it?" and he says, "Only if you want a pleasant and encouraging conversation." I thought that was like the best line of the episode. Yeah, uh, that was fantastic. Um, just wanted to get those out of the way. All right. Yeah. Tommy, anything else? Or should we talk about Gordon and his uh, training techniques here? I agree. And one thing Kevin said earlier, it's, um, 
you know, again, there wasn't like over the top, like hilarity, although I guess them skating around blind was good. And like, there were some good collisions there. Um, <laughs> but the, um, I do think there were a lot of good one-liners, you know, specifically from Nick and then Logan kind of starting off. It's like, even though I've got like a, like a naturally like happy look or whatever, I'm still very upset. <laughs> um, but yeah, those, those are just eyes, Tommy. Yes. And then, uh, uh, th- there's some good uh, good one-liners there, which I thought um, improved the uh, the episode. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Alex and Gordon. So obviously the whole theme is you know Gordon is he's you know doing stuff as he says he got pucks and stuff, and then they do the players only meeting. Alex is feeling like, hey, I'm not really a coach. I don't know anything. And then obviously we have the payoff at the end there, but. Yeah, Bombay's lessons with the the phone and the eggs I thought was really good. Uh, how do we feel about his move with Koob and getting him to skate? Uh, Koob is finally coming around here, but what do we make of his just like, you know, there's a crack in the ice? I thought uh, Koob was particularly gullible in that situation. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I mean, it, it was it was good. It was, it was fun. Um, and we do finally get to see our prediction of Koob becoming a ringer uh, coming coming to fruition. So uh, that was good. Yeah, I don't know if we're like going to get full credit on that one. I was thinking when I made the prediction, like he was, he would win them the first game just because he stopped like 60 shots or something like that. But uh, he's coming around for sure. I like, I did like how he was like, yeah, I just can't do that. And then he realizes he can, but yeah, a, a little weak on the strategy there. Just say there's a crack in the ice, but maybe it's Coop. It's Coop. He hasn't been outside a lot. He hasn't been on the pond. So that was good. Uh, one thing about Coop, you can really tell how much he grew over the series here. He was like six feet tall in this episode and just sort of like <laughs> towered over all the other kids. And then we have Stephanie and Alex, you know, Alex saying, you know, she's, she's staying back. Do we think Stephanie was trying to sabotage the don't bothers? Like, was she getting scared that Gordon was getting involved? What was her motivation there? That was kind of my immediate thought was she's like, we can't have Gordon Bombay coaching them. Mm-hmm. Like they could, you know, I, she's still probably a little bit like they're, they're obviously not good, but she's worried about the, the ducks legacy and probably like attention being on the ducks and all the best players going to the ducks. Cause you could, want in theory like if the don't bothers become a thing you know players might want to go play for bombay and the ducks dynasty could lose some of its luster so that's kind of what i thought they were going with yeah i agree i i definitely think that's what was happening uh i, I thought that was a particularly good scene i've written down stephanie continues to suck um but uh i thought she was really good in that like that that back and forth was really good between uh, alex and stephanie yeah i thought she did a good job of saying one thing but sort of meaning another and it it definitely came across so uh good work by stephanie there continuing her and coach t really fighting for the secondary character award go back to the pond we have field hockey uh i i do want to mention also real quick evan on nick's home screen was really funny uh, (laughs) yeah when they they were doing that yeah that was a good one i did uh write that down uh, so yeah, we go back to field hockey. We talked about it a little bit. They're all blindfolded. Some good collisions there. Uh, obviously, setting up the end. I, wait, wait, wait. I, I I did like Sam fighting the bird. That was oh. I mean, Nick, Nick fighting the bird. That was yeah, good. yeah. 
he feels the puck coming and it's above him. So yeah, that was a good one. Uh, some good collisions. I did like how Gordon was like, yeah, this is not a good idea. And then uh, it comes around in the end though. The, any thoughts on either the pond scene or the final scene there? What was your impressions? I really thought that uh, the play could have backfired spectacularly yeah i I have written down what was the eyes closed thing lol (laughs) and i guess they were trying to say like they were freaking out the opponent they're like what are you guys doing with your eyes closed when i think any like hockey player would have just boom immediately like stolen the the puck from lauren or whatever and just like gone on and scored yeah like i i get like the kind of callbacks to like the, the like the tricks and stuff that would work with the ducks but i thought that one was just weird yeah them all like closing their eyes i get it like okay the hornets player being like what are you doing but as soon as the puck drops the rest of the team would just like go and get the puck or just like check whoever had the puck and they wouldn't it makes it, it makes no sense to keep your eyes closed past that point yeah i could exactly. i can understand like taking the face off with your eyes closed because you're like i'm listening like and maybe that being the only part and maybe they could have emphasized hey if we win this face off like Maybe like, hey, we haven't won the face-offs very much this game, whatever. But if we win this face-off, we're going to score. You know, believe in yourself. And then he closes his eyes to do it or something like that. Or maybe even closing the eye on, like, the final shot. Yeah. But, like, getting it to, to Lauren and then, like, passing it, it's like, that's, like, a, as close to 0% success as you could have. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, like I understand it, but. There, there's a difference between Michael Jordan taking a free throw with his eyes closed and then this team doing anything with their <laughs> eyes closed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If it would have happened faster, I think it would have been better. Like, yeah, Evan closes his eyes, takes a face off. And then, you know, the puck goes to Lauren and maybe Lauren turns and then closes her eyes as she passes. And then, you know, Maya closes her eyes as she shoots. Uh, but yeah, to just to have them close their eyes the entire time and the Hornets do nothing was a little uh, wonky there. I would say this is the uh, least ex- least uh, well-thought-out play the Don't Bothers have had thus far. Um, I did like that somebody other than Evan and Sophie scored the winning goal. Like They mm-hmm. gave it to a secondary player, which I thought was good. I thought we were going to get a little bit of like a, a Fulton Reed moment uh on the slap shot oh i'm kind of bummed we didn't get that yeah i thought she was gonna like uh i thought she was gonna it was lauren right uh it was maya i think who actually got it i thought it was lauren whenever i was watching it that she was taking the shot i thought it was her and i thought we were gonna finally get to see like her rage get channeled into like the fulton reed slap shot but you know yeah oh that would have been good just to say oh you've like always had this in you that would have been. I keep, really- I keep waiting for for Lauren to kind of have that like, you know, moment because she had mentioned I think I guess in the pilot, um, like oh I've got a lot of pent up rage, um, yeah. But I, I think one of the Quackalites mentioned like oh would they become the Bash sisters and I think that would be like a mm. like a cool yeah. thing and then Maya kind of like has this like oh like you know girly girl you know kind of trope about her and she could like probably just wail on someone which would be great <laughs> to see and you can imagine like the one liner from like Evan and Nick from that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Connie does teach them, you know, some, you know, go for the solar plex and stuff like that. So I, yeah, I think they might be setting up to something bigger there. That's good. Uh, anything else here before we go to our awards? 
Uh, I have written down that Bombay's speeches continue to slap. Um, yeah. I, I thought his speech to Alex was really, really good. Um, I, and I do feel like in that moment where she like kind of like a, becomes the coach again, I felt like we got a little bit of a Mrs. McCabe homage. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I have that written down. Uh, I, and I also during the game, I did like the pass to, I guess it was Evan to Sophie or maybe Evan to Maya, whoever it was. Um, and, they, and they said, don't break my phone. I thought that was mm-hmm. good. Like kind of call back to the pond. Yeah. No, I did. I did have uh, written down that Bombay's speech was better than Evan's. So mm-hmm. just a good speech overall there. All right. Let's move on to the awards. We're going to do a new award. Uh, it was suggested by Joyce Ng. OG, Quackalite, uh, quote of the episode. So we'll come back to that. We'll let you think a little bit on that because I'm just springing that on Tommy and Kevin now. But the high points, I'll start with the high points. For me, it was the return to the pond. You know, when they first came out and walked there, the Mighty Ducks music playing in the background, I audibly gasped. I was like, it's Bombay's pond. Whether it actually is or not, uh, doesn't matter at that point because I believed it. I believed it then. So I'm going with the return to the pond there. Uh, Kevin. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with you there. I have pond hockey written in all caps. Uh, that, that was a pretty cool like moment. So I'll, I'll, I'll quickly agree with you there. Tommy? Uh, I did actually enjoy the, the pond hockey scene. I, I liked when they were like cruising around, just like knocking each other down. And like the line about like, oh, Sam would have loved this. Um, so I think that was good. I also really liked the uh, the beginning scene where they're all locked in the in the yeah. uh the locker room yeah good work there uh low points let's start with you kevin uh i think the low point unfortunately was stam and just kind of not really i i i feel like it just fell flat um i i, I wanted more from it i guess is is kind of the reason i'm saying that uh i thought we were gonna get like a really good stam storyline and we've just i don't know it felt like lacking yeah that's fair uh I have a couple. I've no no Tabor and Havel again. Like I was expecting something to happen here and nothing happened. And then the closing of the eyes play at the end. Um, I will go. Uh, I'll go with the just the closing of the eyes, just because yeah, I was. Uh, like, let me change mine. I'm gonna go with the closing of the eyes play. Yeah, I agree. Just because I, I was like, all right, yeah. like I can suspend belief for a while there, but to close your eyes for like 20 seconds and have the other team do nothing. Come on, all right. Tommy, your low point. Um, I agree. Closing the eyes and then with a honorable mention, dishonorable mention to uh to kind of Sam would like to get more from him. And maybe we'll get more from him. Maybe we'll get more like X Factor from him in the next in the final episodes of the first season. Yeah. All right. Quote of the episode. Tommy, do you have a, a quote that sticks out? I'm gonna butcher it, but I think what Kevin mentioned earlier is like uh it was like my moms are calling should i answer it's like only if you want like a pleasant like conversation i thought that was just really good only if you want a pleasant and encouraging conversation yeah yeah Yeah, that was a good one kevin you agree uh i like uh you know alex coming in and being what did i do and my like gave birth to a traitor so that that was also very good that was a good one for me but we'll give it to the other one because that was a good quote mvps tommy your mvp here giving to sophie i think um her kind of really getting to evan being like yo like talk to me like i can't believe like you had these thoughts and you didn't even come to talk to me and that was like an obvious thing really there and um her performance the entire episode and um 
again, kind of building up to a bigger relationship. And, you know, when I first finished this episode, I was thinking, okay, I didn't really like end with like a, some kind of cliffhanger or something they were obviously going to get to in the next one. But thinking back, it's like they've really kind of built up the Evan Sophie episode a little bit more because Sophie's been a little bit of a, a ghost the last few episodes. And after they got her on the team, it's really been hyper focused on Evan. Um, so I'd like to see um, more of her impact on the team. Um, and I think we'll get that. Kevin? I, I, I think I'll agree with that. I, I did really like Sophie in this episode. I do think it's a lot, I, I think it was a very close episode on that respect because. Bombay was really good. Alex yeah. was really good. Evan was really good. Uh, Nick was great. Um, but I, I think I agree with Sophie because I, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna get a lot more out of this episode uh, in the in the final three episodes. Okay, so we'll give it to Sophie. Uh, I would have picked Bombay just for his coaching. He cut the power, got really everything started there. Uh, had a lot of coaching, made them better almost like instantaneously. Uh, so just a, a really callback to his great coaching. I would have gone with Gordon. Bit of an honorable mention just for just for Evan, for him to be, you know, have to make everything up there. So that is it for us. Uh, Tommy was actually in a time crunch, so he had to bounce early. But for us, at QuackTechPod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash QuackTechPod, go to iTunes, give us five stars, tell us, your MVP for this episode and your quote for this episode. I think that's a good addition. Thanks, Joyce, for the suggestion. Speaking of Joyce, thanks to all our producers. We love you guys. Uh, our executive producers, Elsie Barnett, Brian Berg, Alex Shibara, Josh Licht, Bobby LaMare, Rabbi Lex Rothenberg, Aaron Davis, Ed Semia, Alex Flahos, and Joyce Eng. Our regular producers, Deborah Chen, Jeremiah Bershey, Adam Ferry, Jared Beasley, Lisa Wobig, Anthony Geoffrey, Jeff Fantas, Stevie Yanks, J.D. Youngblood, Chris Garland, and C- Sarah Mihalopoulos. If you want to join them, become a t- producer of the show. Support us as we, you know, go on and, and work on this chicken wing challenge. Then you know where to find us. There's a link in the show notes. You can support us. You can support the show. Everything you donate goes back to the show. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. <laughs> Tommy told me to imitate him, so good work.